Welcome to the Kevin Pickle Show. Interview time yet again. And I can say we are welcoming back a gentleman, which is always a good sign. Kev, means we're doing something right, okay? But something. Something right. But this man, I have to give him a full introduction here, okay? His name, of course, is Stevie J. He is an entrepreneur and results consultant from Armagh who built 13 successful health clubs by the age of 25, employing 65 staff with over 5,500 monthly clients. Uh, Stevie has been awarded the international franchisee out of 5,000 businesses globally for his business success. For 18, sorry, for over 18 years, Stevie has dedicated his time mentoring business owners, entrepreneurs, companies, teams, professional athletes, recording artists, and those with ambition to win, achieve results, and to do better in business and in life. And me. Uh, he is a director of a charity international orphanage development program and has a strong desire to bring hope and healing to people's lives throughout the array of charity and community work that he is involved in. And Stevie is also the director for the not-for-profit organization, The Super U, which delivers empowering and inspirational programs into schools across the island of Ireland. And then, of course, Stevie has frequently appears in national media with multiple ventures and charity work he does. And in 2015, became the first person in Ireland. I love being able to say this, right? To mm. complete an epic journey of 100 marathons in 100 consecutive days and has completed another epic adventure running the entire country of Ireland and setting a new world record in the process of 60 ultra marathons in 60 days and of course he's a happily married man to his wife Catherine and together they have three beautiful children Stevie J you are very welcome onto the show man how are you well thank you very much Pico and Kevin for inviting me on I really appreciate being on and it's great to see you guys again and can I say uh, both of you are looking really well so thank you very much Stevie he yeah. is he actually is looking he's over there he actually is yeah. looking really well Christmas so, is good yes. to have it wasn't really. I was sick as a dog for about five days, six days. Uh, but yeah, no, it's over. Exactly. Oh, hey. yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, good. Shoot. So, Stevie, it is. We brought you on to talk about impact, which has been happening in the Ballymiscannon Hotel uh, here, yeah. here in here in Dundalk. Can you tell our listeners what impact is and what it's all about, really? Yeah, well, impact's on the twenty seventh of January, and it's a full day for people who want to get activated, motivated and move forward and get and get themselves results. It's called Impact Activate Your Greatest Asset. And a lot of times, even at you know, times like now when you know, you've got high inflation or times of recession and stuff like that there, a lot of times people have looked at their greatest assets where maybe their car or maybe their house or maybe some other things that they had. But the truth of it is the greatest asset that you have is yourself. The one common denominator, you know what I mean? If you're going to do better in your health, you're going to do better in your business, your work, your career, you're going to have a better relationship. That one common denominator is always going to be you. But the most amazing thing about it is that most of us were never taught how we actually operate and function as human beings. And many, many years ago, I done a lot of travel and went all around the world and I learned from lots of great success mentors and coaches. And I began to see that there was a, there was a trend in success and there was a certain way of thinking and a certain way of feeling and a certain way of acting. And uh, we're going to be sharing that on the 27th of January in the Bottom Scan Hotel to show people how they can get empowered themselves, get activated, get themselves moving forward and put their greatest asset to use, which is themselves. You know, I often I think to myself, like, you know, how long are we going to live for? Really? Like, you know, I'm 44 years of age now myself. And I've seen yesterday on the news that uh, Pele, 
And Pally, we all knew Pally. He was a great footballer, yeah. very fit man. He dated 82 years of age, you know? And yeah. I says to the young man, I said, geez, that means I might only, I might only have, like, someone you're, you're over halfway there, yeah. More than halfway there, like, you know, and so it's like really to it's really to, to, to get yourself activated, to get moving forward and, and get using yourself in the right way. Most of the time out there, um, people are being programmed by by media, by social media, by different things, or they're being wafted away and end up doing stuff that they don't really want to be doing. And uh, this is really about waking up and getting people moving, you know. See, you mentioned the media. Do you think... We're fearful of the media and fearful of what the medias are telling us. But I, I find I try to switch off the news and stuff like that because it's all bad news and it's stuff that's really like yeah. I, I mentioned the climate change is a lot to pick up and I, I kind of him and hand about climate change, but it's so pushed against us that we have to believe this is what you need to believe in. And you're like, no, I have my own mind. I'll if I if I because it, to be honest, if you switch off the news. Nothing really, really happens. Like it, nothing's happened no. now, yeah. but you don't know it's about it. But you don't know. But I think that's where probably our forefathers and our grandparents they probably had a better life because they didn't know fuck all because they knew about the local news in the local parish and that was about the height of it, but they didn't yeah. know about the whole world world economics yeah. kind of going on. Yeah, what's important, and I suppose it's kind of like you know, like the news, like any other media or any other marketing, it's always it always has to work with human psychology. And like human psychology is our number one human need is security. So our number one human need is not to fall into the hole, is to make sure that we're safe, if you know what I mean. So a lot of the times, like media and marketing plays on that. And that's why there's all these big, bold headlines. Even if you scroll down through Google there, you know, sometimes you scroll down through Google and, you know, there's all this clickbait that they call it, you yeah, know, and that yeah. it really is, it's to catch your attention. And really, you know, the, what the media uses in order to catch people's attention and to sell people stuff oftentimes that isn't great either like you know like you know rubbish a lot of yeah, the time exactly. like you know what I mean to be honest with you you know um, and which creates a lot of the problems is we really show how to people to reverse that so they can actually take charge of their own mind and get into their own mind what does it they want to create but media and um, marketing that they're always using that psychology that psychology of that psychology of fear and uh, you know if, if we always you know, stay away from the fears and want to be safe or want to conform. Conformity is a big way for safety. But if you want to be successful in anything, you have to be able to overcome the fear of rejection. And so it's kind of like a reverse thing, if you know what I mean. Like, so media will catch your attention, they'll deepen your attention, and then they'll deliver the message. And we would, we would show people how they can actually do that for themselves. Like, how to make your dreams, your goals so exciting that, you, that you're not procrastinating on them, that you're automatically beginning to act upon them. And you see, most of us don't know this because we weren't trained or taught this in school. These are the things we really weren't taught in school. You thought if you, you know, you know about your muscles and your outside muscles. <laughs> or if you thought to yourself, you know, you've got inside muscles too. Were you ever taught about your inside muscles, the muscles of your mind? <laughs> the most, No, never. So we've actually got six intellectual faculty. We've actually got six muscles in our mind. And when we develop these muscles uh, to a high level, it's easier to achieve things. And it's really, it's, it's teaching people how they operate as a human being. And once we understand how we operate as a human being, well, it's going to be so much easier to operate. Like I, I put a new TV in here in the office and I had to get Harry out. My wee fella, he's 12 years of age. Uh, <laughs> you know, program it into the internet because yeah. I haven't a bloody clue because I'm 44 and we were taught this and that we went to school. So anything to do with that, you know, give it to somebody else because I don't know. But when it comes to the, the workings of ourselves as a person, it's really, really important uh, uh, to know that because it puts you into the light and it gives you an advantage, you know. 
and look, I suppose without taking away, or you probably already answered this in a sense, I was going to say that I, of course, am going to the Impact event, uh, which I can't fucking wait for, okay, right? Um, but, but I was going to say, it's a whole day event, all right? So without obviously yeah. like giving the whole thing away and that, like, you know what I mean? Like, in a, in a shorter sentence, like, what will the day entail? You know what I mean? Like, like obviously, you arrive and that, you know what I mean? Like, what's going to happen, Stevie, on an event like this, if you know what I mean? Like, what will we be doing? And I can say that because I'm going to be there. Top secret. <laughs> Top secret. Top secret. No, it, it's a uh, like it's a very safe environment, and yeah. you know when you go there, you're going to meet you're going to meet other people that are also uh, ready and willing to do the takes to win in the in the ways that they want to win and in life, really. Yeah. And like you know, um, a friend asked me a very long time ago. He's confused. He says, like, "What do, what do you do anyway? You know what I mean? Because it's very hard to put your finger on what it is that I do." And I said to him, "Look, I said, if if you found a way, if you found a way." to get what you want and you found a way to be able to live the life that you want to live and live it on, on the way that you want to live it would you do it you know what I mean and I said well I would do whatever it takes to do that and you know and that that's that's really what it's about yeah. so when people come on that day there's going to probably be maybe you know somewhere between 120 to 150 people in the bottom scale hotel and the event lasted about seven o'clock in the evening time and the reason last that time is because we want to deliver and make sure that people get everything that they want to get on that day there's all the services people want to come into them but anytime that we go to serve people myself and james we want to make sure that they get what they need to get on that day do you know what i mean Brilliant. so it, it it will be it will be there will be times when there will be high energy in it you know yeah. what i mean so it will be exciting and high energy up there but there'll also be those times for like for like bliss and and for chilling out and for taking time, taking a moment. But on that day, really, it's to it's to find you in there. You know, like you know, you can ask yourself, like, what what level of am I operating on? I'm out of a hundred. Am I operating sixty out of a hundred? Am I operating eighty-seven out of a hundred? Am I operating a hundred out of a hundred? Or am I operating twenty-three out of a hundred? Like, where am I? At? Where am I at right now? And if you can change that, if you can change how you feel energetically how you feel you will change your results a lot of people don't know this but the universe which actually means universe means uni means one and verse means song universe actually means one one thing and in the universe all there is is one energy every single solitary thing is created from energy this comes from quantum physics and quantum physics trumps all other science and what quantum physics states is that every single solitary thing is energy so think about it. if you take this phone that we're talking through which is amazing and you break it down, or you take my hand and you break it down, or you take this piece of carpet and you break it down, what you find is a cell. And whenever you break into that cell, you'll find a nucleus, right? And when you break into that nucleus, you'll find an atom. And if you break that atom, you just created the fucking atom bomb, which is boom! Which is loads of energy. Loads of energy. And this energy is flowing to and through us all the time, constantly all the time. But what happens is we get an idea of who we are, an idea of we can't do this or we can't do that or a limitation on our mind. And that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And so what we're going to do in that day is blow those limitations for people so that they can actually allow themselves to go and do go and do the things that they want to do. And like, I'll quote Earl Nightingale here. Earl Nightingale said, like, success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal, which actually means... If, if you've got a worthy ideal, something that's worth your way doing, like this show that you guys do, something that's worth your way doing, something that's a dream, something that excites you, and you want to go somewhere, as soon as you start to make that to go somewhere and you're on that track, you're already a success. 
Whereas most people think in reverse, most people think that success is for somebody else. Success is when you finally achieved it. No success is when you're actually doing the work on it. Because you think about it, it's even in the training. I was talking to a friend there the other day there, and we were talking about boxing because he's a good boxer and he won the boxing he wanted to win the boxing and everything. And he was absolutely brilliant on the night. Eddie McGough, his name, he was absolutely fabulous on the night. He won really well and he actually beat an All-Ireland champion boxer. And this guy is not a professional. Yeah. yeah, he beat an All-Ireland champion boxer, so he did. And But like, you know, on that day he said, wow, he was amazing. Yeah, but you want to see the training that he done? Yeah. You yeah, want to see yeah, the dedication yeah. that he had? You, you know didn't what I mean? just walk and, in like... <laughs> but how do you activate that dedication? Like, because everybody knows you got to do this, you got to do this and this to get that, right? You know what I mean? If I could just do these things consistently, I would get this result. But what's the thing behind doing it consistently? Because Sigmund Freud, who's the grandfather of modern day psychology, said that we're merely puppets of our unconscious mind. So we, ha- we have to understand the program. You know, once you understand the programming, then you, you can change it. You can you can change things around. You can decide what it is that you're going to do, where you're going to go to. And yeah. with these tools and techniques, it makes everything easier. Rather than being, we would find that most, even most life coaches are uh, problem solution focused. But that's not the answer. Because if you're always problem solution focused, your focus is always on the problem. No problem. But, the, but the way that energy works is whatever you focus your energy on grows. Whatever you give energy to grows. So therefore, if, if I want something to stop or quit, like say for example, like you know, this time of year a lot of people are trying really hard to, to quit certain habits, right? Yeah, and yeah. to stop doing certain things. But all their focus is on quitting the habit. But if I said to you stop smoking, what picture comes to your mind? Smoking. Yeah. Smoking. Yeah. If I said yeah. don't drink that, don't drink that pint of Guinness, what are you gonna see? If I said, second leave pint. That, yeah. Leave that bun <laughs> alone. You're yeah. going to see that. And uh, Solomon said, uh, Solomon is from the Bible, and Solomon said, our people perish for a lack of vision, not a lack of sight. And you see, it's understanding whatever it is that you want to achieve, whatever you want to be great at, it's getting that vision really, really clear in your mind. And I'll give you, I'll give you something here for your audience and your viewers. I always encourage people to ri- write out what it is that you want to create, what you want to achieve, but write out in the way that you've achieved it. Uh, draw a picture on what is it, how you're going to win, how you're going to achieve. You know what I mean? Talk to people about it. Read books on it. And the more energy you're giving us, you're giving that energy to it, whatever you're giving energy to grows. And and there just becomes no more room for the other things then in your life. They get smaller and smaller rather than most people try to fight against it. Yeah. And you, you get it, well, why do they teach us to fight against it? Because uh, there's more money in it. Because there's, there's more drama in it. Because it's harder. Because it becomes more difficult. But the reality of it is, if you can just give your energy to what you want to grow, and no longer give your energy to what you don't want to grow. Like, think of it like a gardener. If the gardener walked outside, you know what I mean? He's not going to start watering the weeds. You know what I mean? She's not going to start, you know what I mean? What She's going to water the fruits and the flowers and the plants and nurture them. And those are the things that are going to grow. And it's really good that we're doing this this time because I feel this time there's so much confusion out there and people, mm. people, are bombard- people have more information now than they've ever had in the palm of their hand. You guys probably remember uh, quantum leaps from years ago used to be Ziggy. Brilliant. I don't remember him. You remember yeah, I used to yeah. the thing in his hand and he used to say, ask questions and it would give it answers. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Which is now fucking Google, right? Yeah. <laughs> we have all the answers, right? Fuck me. Hey. But, Stevie, I can't wait for this. I cannot wait for this. It's going to be amazing. But the problem but, is well, with Stevie. all the answers is confusion. It's yeah. too much confusion. Yeah. You, know, you have, one, Stevie, you, you have got two different types of people, okay? You have people that want to change and you have people that Fear change, okay? So you're going to have 
So you're going to need 120 people, 150 people arriving. A lot of them are going to be afraid. I'm afraid of what I mean, what's happening, what's oh, going on. <laughs> I mean, people fear change. People like like the norm. You know what I mean? I like yeah. being say yeah. not not I don't mean normal, but like the run of the mill, like going in one path. So how would you convince not those, not convince those people to change, but to make them relax and to be been open to it. yeah 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 and, and that that's that, that's that's a very very good one Kev too because like that is true and I could even see in my own life like many times like you know what I mean I didn't want to change and things I wouldn't change and I've no need to change and it was probably because it was comfortable and and sometimes in our lives we don't actually change onto we get enough pain do you know what I mean onto things become painful in our lives and we we have to change and we're forced to change and that can be very hard and very tough and we've all went through things like that and it's always much better rather than thinking like that. If you think to yourself, what do I want to do? What would I love to have happen? What would I love to create with this life? And, and when you think of that, in that regard, it's easy. But there will be people, Kevin, that, you know, that they're, that they're happy with their lot. They're happy with where they're at. Um, you know, and they don't, they don't need to, to, go any, to go anywhere else. But then there's other people then that have a dream and that have a goal, that have something that is yet to be fulfilled in their life. That maybe things are great in their life, but they know there's something more within them, if you know what I mean. Like, like we'd have all types of people. Like, we would have people that would have multi million pound businesses will come to our events, and we'll have people that are on the dough that'll come to our yeah. events. And the, the, the thing that they've all got in common is that they're sort of saying, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready now to step forward. I'm ready now to go into the adventure and to see what life can actually really can actually really be but i know it's not for i know it's not always for everybody and you know some people are happy with their lot and are happy with the, with where they're with where they're at but i always say to people like you know you know wouldn't it be interesting to see how far you could go because it's like you're reading about me running 100 marathons in 100 yeah. days there see where they go and like um i can remember i was in america i lived in america for for five years i was a painter and decorator by trade and I went up to New York because my father and his friend was coming over to run the New York Marathon. And I hadn't seen my father in maybe about three years. And he looked as if he'd aged about 10 years from this running malarkey. Yeah. And like I was having the crack, I would have been in Sean Oaks and the bars and everywhere else and telling people how much I could drink and all the rest of this crack. And uh, I had no notion of ever running. But I remember it marked it in my mind to myself, I think I'll run one of them marathons someday so then I can actually say that I'd done it and take a and take a box, you know. And yeah. I never thought about it again. But in my life I went through a lot of pain in between different times and I can remember coming through out of the 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 last recession that we had been in and I was just sick and tired of just trying to look after my own wee lot, my own wee circle. You know, I was tired of trying to balance things and move things around and be worried about myself and small things and all. And I asked God, I prayed and I asked God uh, to send me away that it could help more people, and uh, and that's where that's where then it came that the idea came the hundred marks hundred days came through a gig called Larry McGuire, and and uh, when it came it was like I uh, before I would ask myself you know do I believe in myself could I do this could 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 I do this and like you know the answer would have been I would have looked at everything I'd done in the past and obviously the answer would have been no yeah but I had worked with so many people through the last recession and so many business owners that were under huge amounts of pressure, like guys in their 60s, and I was still in my late 20s um, with this material. And people became really, really open to it because they were starting to go through pain. And I can remember working with so many people through it, and the process was always the same. So I was like, I, all I need to do is accept, that, accept this vision that I've been given 
and they play and they play the stuff that they know to this and this is gonna and this is gonna this is gonna work and it's gonna go. So for me, like it would have been like I never in my wildest dreams thought I was gonna run 100 miles in 100 days. Never in my wildest yeah. dreams to think that I would break a world record three times over. Never in my wildest dreams to think any of any of those things myself. But more so than that, when when I um, shared this information with other people and I supported them to play this information, I've been blown away by the results that people have got. Now, some big headline results, but yeah. really it was the smaller results that, that like, like faint and love, uh, um, have, having children, people's relationships, meeting people then like getting activated. Like yeah. we, we, one guy there lately who must've been one of the biggest addicts, he would say this himself in Cork. Um, and he uh, turned things around and that guy's just doing amazing things now. He's involved in properties, involved in stocks and shares, he's writing songs, he's doing poetry, oh, he's contributing to society. And you know, and those are some of the things that, that can happen. But what I'd be most amazed about most of the time, Gavin Pico, is that is that it works right across the board. So it works for an athlete, yeah. it works for a singer. It works for a business person. It works for a career. Somebody in the career wants to get a for better me. career. Work. It works for a Pico. It, 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 and why does it work? Because it's just basically fundamental principles and laws, really. That's that's the truth of it. So, you know, what you say, you're more or less, well, it sounds like, Stephen, I'm not trying to take stuff on. You're just nope. breaking breaking down people's fears and breaking down people's, and really, nearly that reset, nearly like a reset button to just, okay, guys, this is what, you're, this is what you can achieve. Go and achieve yeah. it. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. Absolutely, you're addressing. Absolutely, we 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 address we address fears by looking at by looking at truths. And you're 100 percent right. It's like um, the imagination is one of those intellectual faculties. I was talking about earlier on, Gavin. And people can use the imagination to create a life that they don't want, or use the imagination to create the life that they do want. And we just find that you see when you bring people together into like a room, it's almost like batteries charging off each other. And it's like um, I run mastermind groups as well too every month with uh, for business owner entrepreneurs and they come in together and I find just by them talking to each other, um, it helps to take away a lot of illusions. Or you find a gay, you want to achieve something, and you find a gay that's already done it, or three or four gays yeah. have already done it, and you know they say a couple of words to you, and all of a sudden away you go. Like like when I told a few people about the 100 miles in 100 days like there's so many people come back to me and say well you know I was climbing that mountain and I was wrecked and then I remember Stephen McGill can run 100 miles in 100 days I can climb this mountain or if, if this person can do that I can do this and and um, it, it, it's just inspiring each other and looking up there's enough things out there that are doom and gloom and that are trying to take from you and trying to tell you that you can't do it and trying to give you an all set of rules and all this type yeah. of stuff you know Um. And like what I, I like to share with people is is the universal laws and you know the number one universal laws you know is the granddaddy law and the granddaddy law is cause and effect and cause and effect is what you give into something is what is what you you're going to get back is what you're going to get back out of it but like something really interesting to say even for people like uh, there's a book behind me I don't know if you can see it there thinking rich by Napoleon Hill and it was a study of the 500 most successful people that lived in the early part of the 19th century like Bruce Lee's in it. Luther Burbank, who saved Ireland from the famines in it, Henry Ford's in it. And they all attested to these 13 principles. And the first three, um, the first one is desire. You've got to really want something, you know. And I think sometimes in life, a lot of people think in life, I think that's sometimes why we get sometimes a lot of pain 
Because if we don't move towards the pleasure, then the pain comes and the pain makes us grow. And one of the laws of life is growth, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. And I realised a long time ago myself, like I used to get into loads of pain situations and my arse was so sore from getting fucking kicked by life, if you know what I mean, like, <laughs> that I couldn't take it anymore. And I realised that, you know, if I actually, if these good things are coming to me that, you know, are challenging, if I actually say yes to them things, I grow as a person and I don't have to go through the pain but if I don't go for the things that are coming to me the goals and the dreams that are coming to me and the good things that they can do if I sit on the couch and I don't do anything I ultimately feel the pain and then I have the regret and the pain and the regret is harder than actually doing the thing it becomes scarier than doing the thing because it's almost like purgatory you remember we're all yeah. taught in school about purgatory it's the end of like purgatory it's like that fucking never ending pain <laughs> where you just want to go let me do something let me pour this energy into use. something yeah. See, I, I met a fella that I think not worked with you, but he, he's been involved with you before, a local fella from yeah. Dundalk, David. And I remember meeting him and going, not that I, I just, I thought he was, I thought he was on drugs. I, honestly, I thought he was, but he seemed so happy in himself and seemed so happy yeah. about everything. And I was like, what's up with him? Like, like And he, he came across slightly different than most people because. He seems yeah. so happy all the time. And you're like, how are you so happy? And it was like, yeah. is he drunk or is he drinking? And it wasn't. He doesn't drink. He does nothing like that. And I remember talking to him and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I didn't realize uh, about anything he did. I never asked. It was kind of like, this is who he is. And that's fair play to him. And then I seen him on your website one day. I said, like, that's, that's David. Like, And I know David quite well. I know David's, David's family. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I mean, I mean you can, so that kind of, you kind of, not that it feeds off you, but kind of, it is. How are you so happy in yourself? Because, so, as you said, so many people are so down on themselves and it's kind of on the negative yeah. side of it instead of being on the positive side of it. And that's buying it into it, though. Like, that has, that's yeah. buying it into the whole thing. Like, like obviously, he oh, yeah. completely bought in. Like, oh, yeah. Well, he, he was, yeah, he was, yeah, he, he came on board and he came to the retreats. He came to our full, our, our full packages and all, all the rest of that stuff. And that, you know, that really, really makes the difference. But the, we can't answer that question. There's there's three real core things that we teach. One of them is a sense of achievement. So the sense of achievement is teaching people how to win. Like there's fundamental structures and how to win. Uh, the other thing that we teach people is we teach them the art of fulfillment. And the art of fulfillment is that part that you're talking about is like, you know, how, how to be happy and how to be fulfilled. And the, the, the answer in the art of fulfillment is like, you got to work on it. You know what I mean? And if you're around more people that are working on it, it rubs off and it's easier. But the answer to the art of fulfillment to being fulfilled is there's two things. And we mentioned one of them earlier. One of them is growth. When you're growing, when you're learning, when you're doing new things, you feel good. Yeah. And when you're contributing, no one's contribution, when you're contributing to life, like, so when you're giving to life, like, and the contribution can be charity or it can be, it can be this. Because yeah. I feel better doing this now, talking to you guys and sharing information than I do sitting in the house and doing nothing. And it's because I'm contributing. It's because you're giving back and you're giving back to people. And when you're contributing and giving to people, and when you, and that can be in using your talent, that if you're a very talented football or soccer player, or looking after a team, or you're Podcast talented in your job, or podcaster, yeah. Podcaster, yeah. Podcaster, yeah. Podcaster, yeah. Because you're podcasting, if you're doing this, you know yourself, the fulfillment and the joy you get out yeah. of doing this, this way you continue to do it. Because, because you're giving to people and people are coming back and saying, thank you for doing this. This is making a difference to my life. And there's nothing more rewarding than that. And the other one is you're getting the growth. 
And when you're getting the growth and you're giving the contribution, you're always going to feel you're always going to feel fulfilled. And it's one of the things that we teach. I want to mention the Super U project that yeah, we're on. Yeah, just about to say, stop. yeah, I know we talked about it a year and a half ago. Yeah, uh, when Aye. we had you, how's it going? Yeah, and it's going great. And like, if there's anybody out there, like we have a thing on at this minute in time. Like we run a six week program into into the schools. So we do for like you know in round transition year transition years, and we actually have. We actually doing it at the minute for nothing, so it doesn't cost schools anything. Yeah. And we go and teach them the sense, the sense of of achievement, uh, the art of fulfillment, and emotional mastery. And emotional mastery is is the ability to master your emotions. Um, and like, you know that sounds really good, but it, it is a, it's a bit of work and to master. But as we all know, we all feel great, and then yeah. you know you go home and something happens, or you get that letter, or somebody gives you a phone call, and, you're, ah! and your good <laughs> energy can turn into fucking bad energy really quick especially, especially at that age uh, see, because we didn't have that like everything yeah. like, let's be honest at 16 17 years of age everything's a disaster yeah. like if you thought yeah. if, if you if you're in love with someone you break up with someone that break it's the, end of the world a, it's a disaster it's everything that becomes a, and it is that kind of what next how do, how do, how do I mend myself because at that age and it's even younger let's be honest like even in primary school like little things can yeah. be big things because yeah. You, you haven't dealt with them before, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I agree 100%, Kevin. It's because at that age, everything's emotionally heightened. Like, we all, we went through that age. Like, for me, that was the most difficult time in, in, in my life. The most difficult time in my life was the teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no doubt about it. Like, and, and, and like, it's, it is, everything's heightened and exaggerated. And the pressures, the pressures on young people, and the actual pressures that are on young people now, at this minute, this worse, minute, yeah. it's, it's just crazy. Mm. And, they're, and they're actually targeted, you know, that that group of societies yeah. targeted, and it's sad that like, like that they're that we're not taught like how we operate as a human being. Like, so if you knew there's three things that you can change to feel better, to 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 take charge of your emotions, like that alone, you know, you could try one if it didn't work, you could try two if it didn't work, you could try three, and if the time you get three, it's going to work. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. Or if you have if you have a management tool, you know what I mean. If you keep flagging up or going mad or getting into like. Like I said, uh, a young fellow today, I said to him, I says, uh, depression and anger is the same thing. And he looked at me and he says, what? I says, it's the same thing. I says, because all emotions come from either from faith, faith and love, or they come from fear. So like greed comes from fear, right? You know what I mean? Like, is it going for your dreams and your goals comes from faith? Do you know what I mean? Like uh, being depressed is fear because depressed is just depressed anger. And like, you know, I know it because I suffered from it for long enough yeah. for years until I understood that you didn't need to suffer, didn't need to suffer from that. But a lot of times people get, they get conditioned to certain emotions. You know what I mean? You get conditioned to certain ways of feeling and certain ways of emotions is where our mind works. And a lot less you get somebody that sort of can snap you out of it or something happens to, to snap you out of it. A lot of times people don't wake up from it. But anger and depression are exactly the like, same thing. Like, see, what is our static? Like the three things. You know, like the the yeah, three well, yeah, the three, we the, do. The three things, the three <laughs> things that would have been the changes when we were kids was either drink, sex, and drugs. They were the three things that, that you had to change something. There was there was only three emotions that, and there was three as you said, there was three things to change. But we didn't know about those. The only three things was drink, sex, and drugs. And apart from that, you didn't know any other difference, Stevie. Exactly, and, and and take that there for example. So like we like we all drank plenty, I'm sure. And like, why did we all drink plenty? Because it was programmed into us, because the people around us drank plenty. Because, like, you know, Dad would say, Ah, oh, just Paddy's a great man, but he takes five good pints of Guinness every night before he goes home. He's a great man. And so you'd be like, Well, Jesus, I need to be a man. So I'll take 18 pints of Guinness. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And 
but why? Because you're because a human being wants to be accepted. We all want to be accepted. We all want to be we all want to be loved in the back of that and behind that, if you know what I mean. And like you mentioned sex as well, too. And we all would want to have a bit of sex hundred percent. But Lars would have been maybe a wee bit afraid of it, if you know what I mean as well. Too. You better believe it. Like, you know what I mean? It's that fear of rejection, if you know what I mean, that's round that and everything that's all around that, and you think everybody's better than yourself and everybody's great and everything else, but you sort of think, geez, what about me? You know, because you're being all the time projected this image and this idea of the world that it's not like we all grew up in Hollywood whether we grew up in Dundalk or we grew up yeah. in Katie we grew up in Hollywood because it was Hollywood that was constantly bombarded into the screens of our minds you know what I mean taking telling us what to do making key decisions for us you know what I mean and then you were thinking to yourself geez I'm not good enough I don't have the best for our trainers and this, you know somebody's yeah. got their trainers and but that's the way it works there's so much uh, selling was done through uh, done through fear like all the vanity stuff like look at all the vanity stuff now like seriously man it's yeah. like just totally yeah. out of control and like all that vanity stuff is like it's based around fear vanity falls under fear faith fear van- do you know what I mean like that's like, that's missed of that's missed of vain over there you're talking to that's, that, that song was made about Kev that's I, I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't quite vain but I'd be very self-conscious about it in, this, in my own yes. time and, and that is because that does come from fear but I, yes. so I've taken I've taken drink. Good. Yeah, thank you very much. I've taken drink good. out of it. I've taken so I went more into the fitness side of it instead of trying yeah, to yeah, just diet on the side of it. It was okay. Let's get fit. Let's get really fit. Let's go for it. I did. I did it before, and I fell back, and I kind of had. That's when I had my issue, yeah. and then I went back and again. Hang on a second. I can do it once. I can do it again, and go for it again. So that's where I, I kind of went down that way of it. But of course, there is fear of everything. Excuse me. Did did not have fear. I think it's always maybe maybe I'm wrong, but did not have fear as well as. Just to make sure, because fear is a good keep, thing. It keeps you level. Oh, keeps definitely. If there's a big bus coming, get out of the road. Yeah, but, exactly. But it's, it's whenever that, it's whenever that, like, so the way we approach it is whenever that fear, that false evidence appearing real. You know, you were going to do something or you want to say, you're going to say something to somebody and you just don't say it to them because you're like, oh, I don't know what they'll think. Or, yeah. or, or you're going to do something, yeah. you go, ah, but what about the neighbours? And what about this? And it's, it's that where it, you know, paralyzes the person. Like, the reason, um, a person's greatest fear is the fear of rejection. Do you know why that is? Because oh. when you're a ba- when you're a baby, you know when you're a baby, if you're if you're if you're rejected, what happens to you? You're going you're going, you're going to the, are we home now? If you're a baby <laughs> and you're if you're a baby yeah. and you're rejected, you die. Yeah. Right? You die. So it's an inbid fear in a person. A per link a person links that rejection, rejection from people around them, rejection, different things. They link that rejection to death. And it's it, and it's as strong as that. You know that yourself. If somebody asks, for most people, somebody says to somebody, right, I want you to get up and speak in front of these thousand people. They shit themselves, yeah, right? Yeah. But like, they, but they can talk to people. Like yeah, we have no problem yeah. talking to people, right? And but why why do we shit that thousand people? It's kind of like oh, because deep down there's that fear that you won't be accepted, and if you're not accepted, you'll die. And you see that that conformity then is the is the security part that's really pushed. On the people, and then people take that on board into their own lives, and then they feel trapped. Like, why today is there so much of this people being trapped in different addictions, whether they're street drugs, whether it's alcohol, whether it's TV, yeah. whether it's overworking, whether it's medic- medical medication drugs? Why do people just nullify themselves when when there's all these other things going on that we can actually help each other with? Like when we when we you know we live right beside each other, we're neighbors. Why, why does that happen? Because people feel 
they're stifled and they have that fear they have that fear of rejection and the one thing to be successful and anything somebody wants to be successful because if you want to win that gold cup if you want to lift that cup and you want to win that champion you want to be that that boxing champion or you want to sing and we have girl that sang in front of Donald Trump I don't know if that's a success or not big fan of Donald yeah big fan of Donald <laughs> good or, or, or if you you know what I mean or if you want to get that number one when the gay got number one in the iTunes charts if you want that yes. one, you can't be rejected you got to be able to stand up and go I deserve that yes if you know what I mean like but if you can like I used to always think of myself I could just rather be second because if I'm second I'm kind of safe I'm yeah. near enough first but I'm not getting all the limelight, if you know what I mean, because I don't want all that limelight. And I, I, you know, I would still, th- I'm sure you guys still think that, even though you've got your podcast and everything, oh, you yeah. still can It's still that wee bit. As you know, uh, see, we, we're going to have this live show, and Pickle was even on the stage at one stage looking at where we're going, and he was like, oh, I'm kind of shitting myself now because, and you were Pickle to take a, one of the speaking for these people, and I was like, nah, that was kind of where I kind of got over that because I was like, well, because, well, how bad can it fucking be? Because it, like, look, I, like, I, I can talk to anybody, as you just said. I'm one of those guys. Yeah. I'll go up and talk to anybody. Yeah, Normally, exactly. in a crowd, I'll yeah. be the guy that's making all the jokes, having all the laugh, make sure everybody's having fun and all that kind of stuff. And I'll stand back. And he'll stand back. Yeah. But that's because I'll normally have a drink in me, right? So, obviously, yeah. that false sense of, like, security of having a drink in me gives me that confidence that... I'm now, over the last couple of weeks as well, I've been thinking more and more about this live show in a bad way instead of in the positive way that I want it to be, that I think it will become and what I think it yeah. will be and what it's going to lead to. But in the back yeah. of my head, I still have this real fucking nag of what if, like, they don't like what we do, even though we've been doing it for two years and it's the same thing. What if they don't like the stuff that we say, the stuff that we do, the gags that we do, the, you know I mean? Different things. It's just a worry, but that's why I'm going to you the day before to get rid of all that. It's on McAllister's bar in Dundalk. So it is out the back of a lovely big area at the back stage. It's class, so it is like so. Oh, that's where it's all because then a bridge street in the dark, so it is like so. Yeah, and look, and fingers crossed, we're walking around, but Stevie's going to be there with us, guys. Um, so, so, so Stevie, our listeners and people watching us, Impact Impact 2023, it is all on Valley Miss How did it find out how to get tickets and how did it find out where, where to get? To get is there still Stevie? tickets? Is there still tickets, yeah. first of all? <laughs> oh, yeah, there, there's yeah. still tickets. There's probably about, I'd say, about 35, probably in around about 35 tickets, something they got there. I left. Um, if you go to stevieje.com, S-T-E-V-E-Y-J.com, stevieje.com, and you see the link there, or any of our social media platforms. If you're driving around and docking your car, you'll, or Nuri, you'll possibly notice there's signs, you'll see the Impact yeah. 2023 tickets. But if you if you go to stevieje.com, that's, uh, you'll get everything there. And there's also other things on there for people too. Like there's a, there's a free training on there called the Winning Formula, and it showcases loads and loads of results that we help people with. And it also gives them a four-step formula to help people to get results it's a, it's a free training and if people go on there they see that and there's also uh, like we do a vlog so we have a vlog that comes out every week and it's another uh, free resource for people um, if, if they want to look on there and they can look on and check the stuff out and you know s- see what they like and stuff yeah. like that it, it, it is crazy like you know what I mean like um, I'm doing this for a long like a long time now like and you know, I had people come to me sometimes saying to me I was thinking of doing this Stevie or doing that and I'm not sure would you be able to make it yeah. again and and I said, well, like, you know, well, I, I had people with their dreams. I had people's dreams come true. And I'm doing that professionally now for 
for a lot for a long time, you know. And uh, like it's mad with what happens. Like a uh, uh, fella, he's just at the minute he's closing the sale out on a, a sale on his business, and he's getting over seven figures for it. You know, I'm working with I'm working with an oil guy. We're building we're building this company to 100 million. Um, and like you know, right. we've a couple of come to things that you know had trouble having babies and the babies we've I'm not saying that we do or anything but right across the board. we one guy that came to our um we one guy came to our retreat and uh, like and this had been this has been very similar to myself years ago and so I was really able to help this and like he, he had trouble like you know getting a girlfriend and and falling in love and all this type of stuff and I give him um he had a probably what you would call bad black magic on him if you know what I mean like and I give him a new antidote a new magic word and within six months he got married so he did Jesus Christ and got married mm. and got married within six months and see that's we, the, but that's brilliant we, like we, we, last year on the 25th of November I said you had the number one yeah. in the iTunes and so, so like we, we have structured everything we do I know sometimes I'm talking to mate in the same like it but our our, our structure is uh it's based around a shamrock, believe it or not, like, you know, and um, at the base of the shamrock is you. The most important thing is you. You are the common denominator, right? And then there's like three big chunks in your life, you know, and the three big chunks that I think in your life is, you know, your business or your career. What it is that you do on a daily basis, your work, you know, and some of us, you know, we have, we have jobs, we have careers and businesses and missions, but what you do and what you're about and what you want to do in this lifetime is a huge chunk of your life. And then the, the middle one is your health, which we call rejuvenation, uh, because we help a lot of people as they get older to feel younger and to be younger, like even scientifically younger if they're tested. And that we have a structure around that. And then the relationship, you know, your relationship with yourself, but then your relationship with your most intimate other, with your yeah. most intimate other. And we find they're the three big chunks of your life and most of the time people you know they want to go in and want to improve the business they're just focusing on the business uh, they're focusing on the career focusing on the work and what they're doing in there and then they look around and the all things are kind of falling apart and down um, or they're focused on their health they're going to the gym too much and then the woman's saying where were you you're meant to be at dinner and you're saying oh look at my biceps you yeah. know what I mean like but like it's like it's like uh, the common denominator is you is you is you as a person and once you understand how you operate how your mind operates and how creation works, then everything becomes so much easier. And then we give people the structures. Then we give them the structures in business. Uh, we, like we I teach and give people the structures in business. Yeah. Give and take the structures in in health and and the and the structures in and the structures in relationship as well too. And there are structures. And once you have structures for something, it's like anything. That's once you you guys have a structure for this podcast. Like you know what I mean. So if I want to learn how to do sometimes podcast. <laughs> what's the top 10 things to do what I do do what's the top 10 things I don't do and if I got them (laughs) top 10 things each safe news I'd be way far far further on than it would be than it would be on my own you know um, look, that's and the thing about this for me is like this is completely out of my comfort zone going to something like this. Now, I obviously a year and a half ago, Kev just nodding away like he knows this is completely out of my comfort zone, right? But yeah. like we met before, and um, obviously, I was told I had to speak to you, right? And somebody made it very clear that I had to bring you on and speak to you because it would probably change my life if I got you, right? Yeah. And it did, and I got you, and that's why I have my tattoo now 
uh, with my dream lofty yes. dreams and as you dream you shall become okay but Love you it. said you had another thing that one of your videos where I said was and I had a wrote on my desk during COVID when we were all walking by two things printed out on my screen or my wall behind my screen which was dream lofty dreams but then the other one was the aim of life is not to crawl safely to our graves okay but two things yeah. that you have said as well as your faith versus fear video right which really just kind of have stuck in me right that's yeah. why I'm going to this. You know what I mean? It's like you have yeah. to do stuff to be able to try and change. I'm yeah. the one guy in the world who needs to pretty much change every single thing about me. Full stop. Oh, no, no, right? Not everything. Not everything. Well, a hell of a lot of things. As I always say, I have a son now, so I can try and make sure that he's a far better version of me when he grows up, like, you know what I mean? So I can do everything I can to make that happen. But that's why yeah. I'm going to that. But I, because of you, I watched on Netflix a Tony Robbins special now, I know obviously um, Tony Robbins you know, a friends with Tony Robbins okay so he had a thing I watched it on the day that we had a cup final right two years ago or a year and a half ago now right and yeah. it was one of them where it was a wide open room and he was talking to people they were standing up on microphone they were saying the piece right and out of nowhere behind Tony Robbins right on the wall there was yeah. a sign that said victory is Neo right wow. Yeah. There was no other signs, right? It was just yeah. there on this exact screenshot on the telly. And I went to football and I told the lads, I said, just want to worry about you. I was like, this has already happened. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. I, and I did, and we won that night as well. So we did like, but it's stuff wow. like that. Like, I love telling my players everything about you. Oh, yeah. you. You did a video for us before our last cup final, which all okay. the lads absolutely loved because they were finally like, now I know why you keep talking about this fella. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> so it is. But for me personally, Stevie, I can't wait to meet you on the 27th. I can't wait to literally sit down and just experience the whole thing. I'm going to soak it all in. I'm going to take everything I can from it. And yeah. I look, I appreciate you. You're doing stuff for this. Stevie, one. Stevie, I've I known this man nearly 40 years. Okay. Don't change him too much. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> don't, don't, don't take too much away from. No, but it's, it's, no. thanks very, very much for coming on, Stevie. Thanks very much. And hopefully on the 20, on the, the 29th. Uh, What's on the 29th, Kev? 28. 28. Uh, every, everything goes the way it's meant to be going. Everybody enjoys it and everybody takes something from it because that's the most important thing. Everybody uh, takes stuff from it. And hopefully it really goes well for you, Stevie. 27th. 27th for Stevie, right? 27th for Stevie. The 28th for us. But you can yeah. stay... 27th. Can... Yeah. 27th. <laughs> well, I, I think that you, your live show will be absolutely fantastic because uh, you are a great spirited man and you are a great crack and you are real, true and you are genuine. So all the way for your podcast, would I say, and all the way for your for your live and your dreams. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll finish with the quote that you have on your arm there, Pico. Dream lofty yeah. dreams, and as you dream, you shall become. The bird waits in the egg, the oak sleeps in the acorn, and the highest vision, a waking angel stirs. Keep our lips. Ah, keep our lips. Right, Stevie. Amazing, man. Thank you so much for coming on. We'll be talking to you soon. Thank you. Thank you, Pico. Thank you, Kevin. Keep our lips, man. <laughs>